Hey guys, just giving a quick content warning before you start listening to this podcast. This is about superheroes, so you might be of any age, because superheroes are for people of all ages. But we gave the world access to asking whatever random question about superheroes you can think of. So, the truth is people are perverts. While never dealing with anything explicit in this, there will be swearing in this podcast. There will be occasional anatomy discussions. Uh, sex is a thing that exists in the world of this podcast, even if we're not telling you the down and dirty. So if that's not going to be your thing, that's okay. If it is going to be your thing, you'll probably enjoy yourself. Welcome to Word Balloons, knowing useless things so you don't have to. Ooh, we're good at that. Yeah, I'm very good at that. Uh, I'm Zach. I'm Tyler. This is our podcast where we use the fact that I'm a nerd encyclopedia to attempt to entertain you. First part, we have the word, where I will be given a character, a place, thing, something, mostly characters, team as possible, uh, from right now Marvel or DC, and without me having any knowledge of who we're picked, and I have to just scrap together as much information as I can so I can talk for a few minutes about the character. After that, we'll have the balloon, which we're, we have a prearranged question that the two of us will talk about and argue out. But first, Tyler, hit me with my word. Your word is killer moth. Killer moth is one of the greatest Batman villains of all time <laughs> by the right of being one of the worst Batman villains of all time. Um, his costume is amazing. The, the real first, sorry... The origin of Killer Moth is the idea is he was supposed to be a evil Batman. Like, he, he watched Batman's run and was like, I'm going to be Batman for crime. And he'd be like someone to fight the police or fight Batman to help out criminals. But he's just useless. And I don't know if he was supposed to be useless. I've never read his original appearance. Or they just really quickly realized that he was Ridiculous. a, a joke. His... His name is like Rory Walker or something uh, like that. Drury. Drury Walker. Dr Drury. Drury. Yeah. D R U R Y. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Drury. Um, but he's got a helmet that actually looks pretty cool, except for the fact that it's lime green and kind of a like bug face. And then he has a purple shirt and I want to say like orange and green striped uh, gloves and pants. Yeah, that's his more classic look. I'm a little bit more familiar with his more modern, yeah, which they, is more purple and silver. But. They they update it here and there, but it is never good. But I, I kind of love that, like, every... Uh, purple and green with an orange cape. Yeah, that, or wings sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, not primary, but secondary color scheme, because the primary color scheme is automatically associated with, like, good guys and blue and red with some yellow. That's Superman right there. Mm -hmm. uh, but, like, green and purple is... Color code supervillain, uh, Lex Luthor, the Joker, uh, Annihilus, Riddler. Riddler. It's it's just so it, it fits in with that motif. Uh, and the idea is that he is a running useless villain that they just kind of have to deal with because why not? Uh, I think his biggest claim to fame is the fact that the first time Barbara Gordon became Batgirl was to stop Killer Moth. Because oh. she created, at least in one version, there's been so many origins that this is the version I grew up learning. Uh, and I think it's from back earlier, one by Chuck Dixon and Marcos Martin, which I'm name dropping because it's very good. She was going to like a policeman's 
Halloween party or something, and she dressed as Batgirl to surprise her father. But then Killer Moth attacked it with his moth gun, and um, she popped up and beat the crap out of him. And everyone like, who was that Batgirl? And she was like, oh man, this is... This is addicting. This is awesome. And became Batgirl off of it. Uh, later on, he sells his soul to the demon Neron in the storyline Villains Unleashed. Neron, who was very recently used on Legends of Tomorrow. Neron is a big name villain. Uh, the idea of Villains Unleashed, I think it was Villains Unleashed, was uh, that they decided that some of the characters were really lame. Like, oh, some of the super or DC villains were really lame. Okay. So they were going to have them sell their souls to the devil to make them really cool. And in some cases it worked, and in some cases it was really... So who would it... So, I mean, Killer Moth. Killer Moth. Calendar Man? I don't think Calendar Man, because they just reinvented him as a serial killer. Oh, okay. So that would have been Halloween. after he got cool for a uh, Ocean Master got transformed into kind of a monster body and got a really powerful staff, but if he was away from it for too long, it would be enormously painful. Oh, okay. Um, the Key got outrageous power. A couple of the rogues. It, it tended to just kind of 9 like, 90s-style, like, villainize them. Mm-hmm. A lot of it got pretty quickly dropped because they weren't that powerful. Probably the most interesting thing that happened, other than introducing Neron, who's a pretty good villain, is the Joker sold his soul for a box of cigars. <laughs> like, oh, I love that. Uh, everyone else selling their soul for all of this insane power, and Joker's like, give me a box of cigars. Oh, I love that. But uh, Killer Moth was wanted to actually be feared. He was tired of being a joke, so he is transformed into a half-moth, half man monster a moth, basically that's named like Traxes. Traxes, yeah I, I don't know how to pronounce that so thank you it's it's like c-h-a-r-a-x-e-s i'm assuming there's a uh historical or mythical monster that i just don't know i'm gonna guess greek based off the name i would have to look it up i i didn't do enough research on this part of it after i saw that name i would have a feeling it probably has something to do with one of the latin names for a species of moth yeah um, if I had to guess. And it backfires on him because he's terrifying, but he's mindless. Mm. He just wants to be... Yeah. Um, I think Killer Moth appeared in an episode of Teen Titans, and he might have appeared in Batman the Animated Series somewhere, but if he did, it was never... Big. Big. I, I would bet money he's somewhere in Batman Brave and the Bold, since that was a show... Because they use everyone. Yeah, and that was a show that leaned so much into the goofy aspects of Batman, which is great. That's why I like that it exists. Diedrich Bader's my second favorite animated Batman voice. And he's back in Harley Quinn. Yes, he is. Um, awesome. That was the word. That was, that was a good one. That was a good word. I love Killer Moth. That was a good one. Uh, let's go on to the balloon. So the question this week is from, I'm not, I'm not sure who this, Cecilia Clapham. Oh yeah. I, I think I've heard of her. Uh, this is my fiance. This is she. This is kind of cheating putting this on the list. She leaned over while we were watching Rise of Skywalker and whispered this question to me, and I made a loud laughing noise in the middle of the movie. Um, yeah, that counts. So the question is: Does Palpatine fuck? God, nerds are perverts. Uh, the answer is almost certainly yes. I mean, um, we talked about that a little bit on our Rise of Skywalker review. Yeah. Uh, he's got a granddaughter, he's got a son, so the chances are probably yeah. And I think we determined that it would would have been, like, shortly before Revenge of the Sith. 
So, not creepy old guy Palpatine, but yeah. Another theory that I have seen here is that it is possible that Rey's dad was created through the Force in a similar way that Anakin was, which could explain why she's so powerful. See, I... That's immediately what I thought, was that Palpatine probably fucks, or at least used to fuck, Mm -hmm. but his kids and therefore also Rey probably weren't him fucking so much as uh, some form of artificial... Trickery. Yeah. Uh, But because it's Star Wars, we have two timelines, which means asking questions like this, you kind of get to look at it two ways. The answer is, again, almost certainly yes, Palpatine did the fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Palpatine has the sex yes Palpatine has the sex but uh, he has the sex all the time (laughs) I looked up not like details on Palpatine sexing but like who who might he have sex and like who who could his kids have been okay Uh, we have a couple of things here the first one is a woman named Roganda Ismarin who is a, she was like a concubine, basically, or a a palace courtier, for lack of a better term. Mm -hmm. Uh, I believe that they eventually wrote this off as her kid not being Palpatine's, but they always claimed he was. Uh, He was a guy named Eirik Ismarin. It's it's Raceland's daughter. Yes, pretty much. Uh, <laughs> Eric Ismarin, who was a villain in the Young Jedi Knight book, which was about uh, Han and Leia's kids, Jason and Jaina, as like Padawans. It's okay. before the word Padawan was a thing, but it was it, that's uh, what they were. Yeah, they were Padawans. Um, what the only interesting thing about Eric Ismarin is later on when Star Wars got way more post-apocalyptic and the Yuuzhan Vong invasions. Which I do not have time to explain here. That's fine. Aliens from outside of the galaxy attack and Star Wars goes off the deep end. Is is the Yuuzhan Vong what they were hinting at with Knights of the Old Republic 2? No, I think that was the true Sith Empire that they used oh, okay. in uh, Old Republic. Well, well, I mean, not where Revan went. Because he went to try to seek out the true Sith Empire. Mm. I mean the scout ship that Candrus ran into. Ah, uh, it might have been. I have not played KOTOR 2 in a decade or so. Um, that's so always that's always been on my mind. I'm like, was that what they were hinting at? Around that time, they were dropping a whole lot of hints about the Yuuzhan Vong before the Vong appeared. So it's entirely possible in that era of Star Wars creation. Uh, anyway, that was but that's as much as we're going to do on the Yuuzhan they, Vong. They brought uh, <laughs> Irik back during this era, and he was a like his his mother turned him into a Sith cyborg. And he gets the dumbest, like, they're like, we'll make him the next Vader, but we'll make him scarier. And this is post-Grievous, so they're like, we'll, we'll add lots of lightsabers. And they just went too far. He has lightsabers in his wrists, which is kind of cool on their own. That's like, yeah, that's, uh, that's Wolverineing it up. And his, That's Assassin's Creed, right? Yeah. And also his elbows, which I guess maybe like bio-booster armor. Okay. And his knees. So he's a Sith hork Yes. Did not think of that. That's a deep Animorphs cut, and I appreciate it. Uh, but I, I told Cece about this, and she just started cracking up. She's like, he's just going to break himself. Like, he tries to do anything, and he's cutting something off. And we were also wondering, like, because I'm imagining the, like, knee sabers, which is really where I got fully lost here, is something like, he's jumping at you, like, Bruce Lee style, and then, like, the knee sabers come out. 
But when he's standing up, do they just point, like, up, like, with the shin? Like, is it just a lightsaber, like, bolted onto a shin? Or is it in the kneecap, and when he's standing up, are they pointing out, like, perpendicular? Like, That's what, that's kind of where my first question was, was how the knee ones are arranged. Because everything else I can kind of see. Mm-hmm. Or at least understand. Like, it's still weird and fucking it's over dumb. the top. It's dumb. <laughs> but I can understand it. But how the, the knee sabers align is extremely important. Who even knows? They eventually just beat him by crushing him with rocks. However, with the, the wrist, the, the elbows, and the knee sabers, I feel like as long as you had this uh, Sith... <laughs> Fucking Orc Bajir. <laughs> Fighting in a style somewhat similar to Muay Thai, it might work. Yeah, I just feel like it'd be so easy to beat because the chances of hurting yourself is so... So high. So high. Um, and I, I, my running theory is because they crush them with rocks, they're being like, nope, you're too embarrassing to fight, we're not dealing with you. Rocks fall, everyone <sighs> dies. Yeah, classic D&D technique. Uh, the other, we have two other possible children of Palpatine. Okay. One who is confirmed definitively not a child of Palpatine, and one who arguably is. Oddly, both of them have three eyes. Oh, so there's something weird with Palpatine swimmers. <laughs> <laughs> or for a such a human-like superiority piece of crap, he's just a giant hypocrite, which would fit with most bigots. But the first one is called Triclops. That's his name. It's just Triclops. It does not get better. These are from, like, <laughs> books, I think, in the 80s, uh, where they were not trying very hard yet. And they only kind of tried hard later, but, like... Uh, oh, poor from, Triclops. <laughs> this is the same place where you end up meeting, like, the Valley of the Jedi, which has all these... Like, it's the Tomb of Kings from Egypt, but for Jedi. Okay. Uh, which was later kind of does the tombs on Korriban. Yeah, and then the Valley of the Sith later mm-hmm. on. Like, it's ancient, trying to do ancient stuff, but he's, um, Triclops, to make it even worse, has re- two regular eyes on his face, and the third one's on the back of his head. But he also has, like, that kind of, like, 80s, it's not a full bullet, but 80s big head of hair. So you're like, is he just getting poked in the back of the head, like, eyeball All the, the whole time? time? Like, yeah. Uh... He was raised, some people say, as a test. Legit, team. if I had a third eye in the back of my head, I was shaving my head. My head. Yeah. Uh, just for comfort's sake. Like, yeah. Um, but he was raised to be the Emperor's eye, similar to like how the Emperor's <laughs> Not eyes. Hey! Uh, and he was a. Did only one of them get hired and the other two eyes were out of, bit, out of work? But the idea was like a force spy, basically. Like he could track stuff down better. Oh. He used it, uh, highly trained in this. By one thing I did like from this era is they did the Prophets of the Dark Side, which was a church of dark force users that basically worshipped the Emperor. Oh, okay. Uh, but similar to how Mary Jane was the Emperor's hand, his assassin, he was the Emperor's eye, who was like his chief spy. Uh, possibly bioengineered, possibly just he banged an alien lady. Uh, one rumor has it there's, like, in... When he's Chancellor Palpatine, there's, like, a bald chick that follows him around all the time. And that might be... And that might have been her. But she's never shown with two, three eyes, so who knows. But this one was removed... Triclops was removed and banished to the Spice Pines of Kessel after he showed dangerous signs of instability of disarmament and peace. (laughs) Oh, poor Triclops. Uh, His son, Ken... So Palpatine's grandkid, 
ends up getting trained by Luke Skywalker to be a Jedi at one point. Triclops' kid is named Ken? Yeah. That Ken. might be my favorite fact in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> I, Sheev Palpatine. Triclops Palpatine. Ken. Ken. That's up there with Alf's real name being Gordon some way. <laughs> God. And then Triclops just disappears. He just, like, runs away one day, and they never talk about him again. Uh, the, the closest that comes I up, mean, it's hard to sneak up on him if he doesn't want to be found. He's not going to be found. I don't think they really talk about Ken again, either. He's just like, oh, I was Luke's first apprentice. What happened? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is... He of, wasn't that good at it it's yet. It's kind of classic Luke training technique, if we look at it. Luke was many things. He was not a good teacher. <laughs> so many... Sorry, Kylo. <laughs> Uh, and then I guess later on there was another guy with three eyes who claimed to be the son of Palpatine because it was a kind of an open secret in upper level Imperial world. That Palpatine, that Palpatine fucks? Had a, that Palpatine fucks and had a kid with three eyes out of it. Oh, okay. Um, and he ended up just being a fake, but I was going to mention him because it was a running thing in that story is... Faclops. Yeah, is instead of Faclops, I think is what they called him. But uh, yeah, I know they uh, suck at this name, <laughs> except for Ken. Um, <laughs> and then the no, only... that just sucks so bad that it comes back around to the other side. <laughs> and then the only other thing I have for to answer the question: Does Palpatine fuck? Is I'm going to mention mostly just so I can mention her, Yasin Izard. Okay. She is from the '90s. She is probably my favorite of the like post Palpatine villains, like Emperor heads. Thrawn mm. is great, but Yasin Azard was basically the head of Palpatine's CIA. Okay. She was the head of Imperial security and like the spies and all that stuff. Um, and she had a full military uniform, except it was blood red. And she had a single, like, white rogue stripe in her hair and two colored eyes, and she was a giant bitch. Like, this was her thing. She's not actually, like, the world's greatest character. She's a pretty stereotypical villain, but mm-hmm. it was pretty well done, and it made sense that this was a character who would take over. Okay. Uh, and part of the reason she was rumored to be so powerful was she was rumored to have been the Emperor's lover, which she later admits, but not like, oh, that Emperor... He made me happy with his uh, wrinkled, force-burned skin. But, like, he was super powerful, and that was super hot. The rest, don't care. <laughs> she was she was not loyal to the Emperor. She was loyal to the Empire and the possibility of getting power in the Empire. Right. Really, she was loyal to the power of the Empire more than the Empire itself, even. Gotcha. Uh, and, yeah, I just wanted to mention, because I like you saying yeah, I like that. Um, yeah, I guess... I already said it, but I think he used to fuck. I don't think that his confirmed kids are the products of him fucking. Yeah. I think they're the. I think that seemed like a project, and I feel like a project he wouldn't leave up to such chance. Well, in all of these, Palpatine was never really portrayed as really being into the idea, but so much like, yeah, all right, it's a way to gain power. It's a way to do stuff. It it happens. It's like when uh, Dakin fucks. Palpatine's kind of a focused little guy. Uh, at least Dakin's like this would be fun. Yeah. I'm an asshole, but this would be fun. But it's still mostly for the power. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, or at least to get done what he's trying to do. Dagon, son of Wolverine. We'll talk about him a different day, I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> um, in the meantime, this is Word Balloons. Uh, 
I uh, want to give a quick shout out. Thank you to our editor, Stephen Gate. I know I'm still not sure I'm pronouncing his name right, but I'm sure he will tell me if I am wrong. In the meantime, I'm Zach. I'm Tyler. Bye. Bye. Hey there, listener. This is your editor and stowaway, Stephen. Wanted to give a very special thank you to Ian Ford for letting us use their song Tracks as our theme song. To hear more of their music, you can check them out on SoundCloud.